When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. It was the worst kept secret in sport and particularly in golf. But finally, uh, yesterday it was confirmed that Cameron Smith would indeed be uh, leading a pack of PGA golfers to the rival LIV Live. Uh, while uh, the numbers around his new deal haven't been made public yet, there is a figure being bandied around about $100 million. Smith and his mullet have earned $27 million during his uh, eight years on the PGA, but this decision comes as a massive blow for establishment with the incredible season that he has had, including being the current Open champion. He won the Players' Championship, the Century Tournament of Champions as well. He's had one hell of a year, and this will leave a very big hole. On the line now to discuss the impact of this move is SEN's own Sam Hargraves, co-host of Off the Tee, with Nick O'Hearn, who we spoke to last week. Welcome to our show, Sam. Thank you. Smitty, thank you. Um, I've got to say, it's an absolute honour to be on with you. I'm a massive fan. Uh, love your commentary and the show. So it's a privilege to be on with you, and I, I appreciate you having me. Ah, Sam, it's uh, no, uh, you know, um, we're not doing it in each other's pocket here, but uh, it's an honour to have you on, to be fair. Hey, hey, mate, uh, this is big. Um, and, and Cameron Smith, is, he's been honest. He said, look, it's, it's an offer I couldn't ignore. It's big. It's life-changing. It's, it's life-sorting out, really. Did you expect this from him? Oh, yeah, I think I did. I think all you've got to do, and, and Nick Ahern and I discussed this on Off the Tee the other night, and, and it was Nick's view too, that once you saw him not deny it after the British Open win, and then you saw him not deny it again heading into the FedEx Cup St. Jude, Every other player who's been linked to this incorrectly has been really strong in their denial. They have come out hard, and um, it, it was almost seen like an insult to the players who had been linked, but 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 it was incorrectly linked uh, to live golf. So I think, as you said in the opener, it, it's the worst kept secret in golf. Certainly, not surprised by what I've seen. A little surprised given his status in the world of golf. This is probably the biggest um, boost to credibility that Live Golf has had. He, he's Whilst they've got now 12 out of the last 24 major winners, what they didn't have was somebody inside the world top 10. So they've got all these big names who have done brilliant things and, and amazing things in the world of golf, as I mentioned, the major winners there. But as it currently stands, they only had Dustin Johnson inside the world top 20. Now they've got the second best player in the world, and they also get Joaquin Neiman, who's inside the top 20 as well. So it's the it's the biggest boost to their credentials and their legitimacy that they've had and Greg Norman's had uh, since this has got off the ground. I, I agree, Sam. I totally agree. I think it's um, a massive blow to uh, Jay Monaghan and co and the DP Tour as well. 
Um, the other aspect about, of course, Neiman and Smith is, is the youth side of it. Um, and that mm-hmm. is why it's a massive decision for them as well. You, you look at some of the guys that have gone, they're either past winning PGA events, certainly winning uh, um, major events, and some of them have been a little antagonistic in the way they've handled their careers so far. These two guys, basically squeaky clean and very young. Yeah, they are. And, and, and look, they spoke at a press conference this morning, which I've just been having a little look at before I got on the phone with your good self. Uh, and, and they acknowledge that they're at very different stages uh, of their careers. Mark Leishman, um, who was a, a PGA Tour Rookie of the Year when he first started, he's had top 10 major finishes, runner-up in major finishes. The, the Open Championship is one of those. Um, it, it made a little bit more sense to me for him and a long time away from home now, 2009, I think it was, when he was Rookie of the Year. Cam Smith's been away for seven years the lure for both, and, and let's be honest, it, it's the money. There's been a few that have tried to deny it, and then, oh, no, it's about playing less tournaments, and it's about this, and then they go and uh, file a lawsuit to try and play more PGA tournaments. So we don't buy that. They acknowledge that the money was a major factor, but it's the opportunity to spend three months of the year back home that I can certainly understand. And when you look at what Cameron Smith is, and, and I read an article yesterday that he's a lot like Ash Barty, doesn't particularly like the fact that he has to live away from home for so long. He's a, he's a bloke that loves his fishing, his family, his friends and his footy. He's rugby league mad. Um, you know, he, he grew up in Queensland, which is probably why he chose, chooses Florida uh, to live in weather-wise. But when you look at all those things and you look at the fact, Smithy, that he's got a five-year exemption to majors, unless the majors themselves say you know what, we don't like this live thing either and we're not having you. We're going to change our own rules, which they're in their rights to do. But at the moment as it stands, he's got a five-year exemption into all the majors. He's just won his first, so he's got that legacy piece there. Um, he gets to has to play less golf, more time at home, less time away. I can see how it stacks up nicely for both of them. Australia's coming become quite a focal point in live golf, uh, if it wasn't already. One, Greg Norman. Two, now you're looking at Team Australia. Uh, you're looking at high-profile uh, golfers uh, such as Cam Smith going. Um, and then, of course, you're looking at the possibility of hosting a tournament over there as well. So, Sam, how is Live Golf generally viewed in Australia? Uh, great. It, it's a great question, Smithy. And, 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 I, and I was listening to Jared Waitley yesterday who did a long time on just letting everybody come on and everybody have their view. And it seemed to me that the pendulum was actually more in favour of the both of them. And and for golf, so for, for those who might be passive golf fans, what they see is, um, oh, it's it, you know the, the the and the phrase sports washing is 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 coming, and that's you know and that that triggers people, and oh, but it's Saudi backed, and it's and there are those moral objections that people have. For those who are really um, invested in golf in this country. They feel the hurt of years of uh, this our tour and our, our and our shores being snubbed by the PGA. Our tour being hurt by the PGA by by being given nothing by the PGA. No tournament. We've had the Presidents Cup that's come out once, and that was phenomenal. And we did a brilliant job of hosting it. Um, and I understand this would be something that it, in New Zealand that you guys would feel as well that, you, that nothing's been given down under. Um, nothing's been given south of the equator, really, um, or in the, 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 the southern hemisphere by the PGA. 
So people do feel that. And now the idea that we could have, uh, that now the idea that these guys are going to be home for the Australian summer and play in our Australian PGA, um, our Australian Open, and, and now that we know that there is at least one tournament guaranteed next year coming to Australia and uh, looking to be in Sydney at this stage, um, th- those are things that are viewed positively. When you take out whether you've got the moral objection to, the, to the where the money comes from, the, the golfing element alone for here, I think that is actually uh, viewed as a positive for people that, wow, we could get a tournament in Australia where there's 12 out of the last 24 major winners. There's, you know, 48 of the, of, of the best players in the world. They might not currently be in this terms of rankings, but in terms of what they've done in golf, then there is that positivity there as well. There's certainly the negative sentiment, um, but there's a lot of positive sentiment as well and, and understanding is, well, who wouldn't take that money? Hmm. Well, he's out of the President's Cup, um, one would imagine. So Mark Leachman, I'm not sure he was in the reckoning anyway for Trevor Immelman, but he's gone. Uh, Neiman, of course, uh, will be gone from that as well. So that'll have a major impact on that. Do you think, um, had the PGA countered their counteroffer a little sooner, Cameron Smith and the likes may have stayed, if it's money? Yeah, what did Greg Norman say? A day late and a dollar short, uh, I, I think. And... Um, it, it, it's a yeah, it's an interesting one, uh, isn't it? They spoke about the President's Cup in this press conference today. Cam Smith said he's actually still hopeful of playing. He said Trevor Immelman's a friend. Um, I, you know, I'm hoping um, that we still might be able to play. Um, so they still haven't given up on playing President's Cup. Mark might have ended up being a, a captain's choice, but certainly Joaquin and uh, and Cam. Um, you know, and Cam has said in the presser it weighed on his mind the fact that he won't be playing against Justin and Rory, but he said, I'll be seeing them four times a year, so I'll still be able to show them uh, that I've got it. But you, you mentioned what the PGA have done, and I think when it when you have a look at what they've implemented, um, whether it be the 12 elevated tour events uh, with purses 15 to 20 million, now the live purses are all around uh, 36 million, uh, the increase in the impact payments that the players get for the way that they promote the game, and there's 50, they're increasing that pool of money to 100 million between now 20 players. There's the earning assurance program that if you play 15 events for the PGA, you're guaranteed half a million dollars, which is unprecedented, which is massive, especially for the players who might go through a year and miss a lot of cuts, or for the people that just join the tour. Um, my question would be this. Um, if the PGA, if that was all possible for the PGA, then why wasn't it being done already? Um, why didn't you do that earlier? Live golf, whether you agree with it or not, and I'm, I sit on the fence with it. I understand all the arguments against it. I understand the arguments for it. I think it's really simple, though, to call sports washing when you're calling out for golfers, but when you don't call it out anywhere else in the world. So I think you've got to be consistent if you want to make that argument. But what it has done it's actually made the lives of the PGA players so much better because they've had to combat this. They've had to come back with something and this is what they've come up with an offer. So in, in a lot of ways, the live golf, and, and it might you might say it through gritted teeth, but you have to acknowledge that not only has it made the lives of the players, and not that they were struggling, mind you, a lot of those guys, but it's made their lives better and it's made the PGA Tour players' lives infinitely better with a lot of the improvements that they've made. Sam, put your other hat on for a moment because we're going to be hearing a lot of you in the next uh, week beginning uh, Monday afternoon into the evening and then right through to the following Sunday. 
uh, because we've got the Chapel Hadley series. And, of course, you'll be part of the commentary team on this very station. Uh, I'm looking forward to it, um, but I always look forward to it from a New Zealand point of view with trepidation because Australia and Australia is our stumbling block, has been for uh, forever, basically. Uh, this Australian side without Pat Cummins, how's it shaping? Yeah, it's hard to get a, a, a form line gauge at the moment with all due respect to Zimbabwe, Australia, um, pretty comfortably by and large in the two games so far in Townsville. But before that, they'd lost their two previous um, uh, one-day series, albeit that those were away in Sri Lanka and Pakistan. Um, you know, New Zealand, as you know, Smithy, come in in good form. You, you've had the um, the shorter form series over in the West Indies. You won both of them, the T20s and the one-dayers. Um, you know, I, I think you've hit the nail on the head about what the, the, the bigger question is, and, and, and that is... Are, are New Zealand going to bring their form that they take everywhere else? Are they going to bring it across the ditch? Um, I, I would think that, yeah, I would think yes. I think there was the test series a few years ago, which we built, didn't we? We, we build that up and uh, that I, I thought at the time that this might be one of the most memorable test series of all time. And it didn't reach those heights and yeah, understand what happened at the world cup a few years ago. And I, I'm not, a, a salt in the wound kind of guy, Smithy. So I won't go down that path. But I love watching the New Zealand team play cricket. I love the way they go about it. Um, I love the culture within the club. I'm, I'm fascinated by it. Um, I, I, you're in a better place to answer this question than I. Um, I think that that is the biggest question coming in, the one that you've posed. I think Australia, their best players are playing well at the moment. Stark's taking wickets, Zampa, um, Smith's making runs, Maxwell's blasting, you know, uh, high 30s off uh, single-digit um, number of balls faced. But do you feel like that, yep, those mental um, hurdles uh, are ready to be leapt over in a single bound? Well, all I can say is, uh, Sam, from personal experience, it did for me uh, back in the, the 80s. Um, we broke down a barrier in 85, but still, you go over, you know, for us, it's the ultimate uh, test in cricket. Um, it's the ultimate mm. goal to beat them. It's the ultimate uh, feeling of satisfaction if you do happen to get over the top. But to be honest, you look at the numbers, it's few and far between. Uh, and, and the more uh, we tend to build it up, um, the less we sort of perform. Um, so that, that is what worries me. And I spoke to Martin Guptill this morning. He didn't really acknowledge that fact, but... Most New Zealand cricketers, I think, if they uh, sat in a dark room and said, who do we fear the most? Uh, what is our biggest stumbling block? It would be Australia. Uh, I mean, it simply would be Australia. And that's why I look forward to this series, because it gives you an opportunity to break down some of that as much as anything else. Uh, but I, I, I just look at it man for man. Um, and and I, I think one of the big keys will be uh, for us whether Kane Williamson's can score... Uh, regular runs over those three games. And the other thing is uh, whether we can do damage at the top of the order when we bat and when we bowl. Can we knock over Warner and Finch? Uh, and can we um, can we resist Stark, Hazelwood, Abbott and co in the first 10 overs? If we're none for 40, none for 50 off the first 10, we're in, I think we're in reasonable shape. But they always get early wickets. And to me, that's the that's where the series is summed up, Sam. Yeah, and I, and I don't have the numbers in front of me, but you, you mentioned Kane Williamson, and, and it seems like he, at the moment, epitomises a little bit of the struggle. Um, you'd be better, you'd be able to tell me um, his numbers against Australia. I don't think uh, in line with his numbers against a lot of the opponents um, from around the world. So uh, I think you've knocked that 
you've, you know, you've hit the nail right in the head there with, with him because, again, and I talk about loving watching New Zealand play, loving watching uh, how they go about it. He, as I said before, he's the epitome of that too. I, I just think he's one of the most gifted players, but also backed it up with someone you can tell works so hard and diligently on their craft. And when you put those two things together as a sports fan and who now gets to commentate, I love that. If you're visually, you know, captivating to watch, and I know that, that what's gone into that is a work ethic that we could only dream of, of you know, uh, us mere mortal, myself as a mere mortal, I could only wish to um, have been able to tap into, then I, I, I sit up right in my chair. He's a player that I, I inch forward in my chair when he steps out. So, um, yeah, I, I'm hoping that uh, for the sake of the contest that he's able to, um, that he's able to sort of put his personal, um, I suppose, dip in his output against Australia um, uh, away. Sam, looking forward to uh, hearing you. How all, whole audiences actually will be glued to this commentary over the <clears throat> the next uh, eight days or so uh, when it finally gets underway. We look forward to that. Hey, thanks for your uh, input too on the golf. Um, we'll just um, wait with bated breath to see any further announcements coming out of that. But let's hope uh, for the good of golf it can be sorted uh, one way or the other because at the end of the day, we all want quality and Cam Smith is quality. Cheers, mate. Been a pleasure. Absolute. Thanks so much, Smithy. The pleasure's all mine and you're 100% right. There is so much to play out with this live stuff. Lawsuits, you name it. It's a long way mm. from being uh, all uh, tied up and a bow wrapped around it. Talk again soon, Sam, and uh, look forward to listening to you shortly. Thank you, mate. Thank you. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.